complaining on Reddit. I mean, it's oh, that's such a dumb fucking thing to complain about on Reddit. Uh, any complaint that you make on Reddit is a dumb complaint because it's like, like Reddit is like, uh, like deaf ears the app. It's true. always the word. No matter what you're saying, it's completely pointless, and anyone that's agreeing or disagreeing is equally pointless. That's yeah. I yeah. mean, my friend sent me a um, like a like a post from r slash relationships. Uh, to make fun of and then I got sad not because of the post because like that's that's always going to be funny right yeah. like that's always going to be hilarious but like all of the commenters disagreed with me <laughs> <laughs> which made me really mad so the post was about like so this this guy um, he's got a girlfriend and uh, his girlfriend was you know in the shower or something and he notices uh, a notification on her phone uh, and that was a Tinder profile. It's like, oh shit, is this bitch on Tinder? So he opens it. She's not on Tinder. She is in a group chat with her girlfriends, she, like roasting the shit out of like Tinder guys and like the uh, guys her friends are dating. Yeah. He's like, oh, I don't know. Is this a deal breaker? She's so mean. I thought she was nice. <laughs> Damn. That, yeah. Okay. So, so that was the situation. That was the situation. And your take was. My take was. That <laughs> what a that's ass. fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Either, you do the same thing probably. I know. Yeah, with your friends or it's you like, oh, I'm sorry, you've never had a fucking mean thought in your life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, people yeah, love to it, talk shit. It's illegal to have mean thoughts now. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's like I would just be happy that my girlfriend is like cool and probably funny. Yeah, you should be happy that your girlfriend is talking to other people and it's <laughs> yeah. about anything besides you. That like yeah. Right. You should be happy that your girlfriend's talking to other people. Yeah, you need those two things to be like like happening before you're even resembling uh like good relationship. And he was like it was so <laughs> scary, like she was roasting like mutual friends of ours and i'm like <laughs> scary <laughs> yeah that's not scary that's yeah yeah and everybody was like oh yeah she's really mean you should leave her i'm like what the fuck yeah yeah people none of you have met women yeah n yeah well yeah yeah it's reddit <laughs> yeah women talk shit men talk shit the point is none of us are allowed to anymore we all just have to be sad and, and listen to whatever teenagers say. Look, the, <laughs> that's, that's a good. We're allowed to sh talk shit about Chris Delia, which I don't even know if I'm saying that right. Chris Delia. Delia. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Like, it's that, it's I'm that, familiar like with his comedy, but I'm not like a fan. Delia. Yeah. No. Yeah. I don't think anyone really is. That much of a, it seemed like the kind of people that were fans beforehand were the kind of people that were also accusing him of sexual assault, which kind yeah, of that's tracks. Like it's, it really <laughs> it is. Seems to be, it was. It like, really is like a circular Venn diagram of just <laughs> yeah. the people that like his comedy and the people he's trying to fuck. Yeah. Um. Or uh, like the women. Yeah. There's probably men who are seventeen who he doesn't want to have sex with. <laughs> Yeah, it's just seventeen that he's attracted to. It's not gentile. It it, yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter what you look like. It doesn't matter what yeah. your gender is. If you're about if you're to seventeen, yeah. <laughs> look, if you haven't chosen what college you're going to yet, yeah. If you're looking forward to prom, I'm gonna have sex with you. <laughs> I can only have sex on prom night. Yeah, doesn't have to be mine. Anybody's. <laughs> 
He's like a weird Vulcan. He's got a he's got a busy May and June, and then the rest of the year yeah. is just really sad. Yeah, <laughs> that's when he goes on tour. Yeah. Oh man, who knew that in our current in our current culture in our current uh, climate of uh, you know, upheaval and the pandemic that we still have time to like get together and cancel somebody. Yeah. It's also like, this is like the kind of thing where, um, I was talking to somebody about it and I was like, um, doesn't everyone already know about this kind of thing <laughs> Right. where like every time it happened, like with Cosby and with Louis CK, it's like, it becomes this national news story, but like because we hang out with so many comedians, everyone we know personally is like, yeah, of course. Like, what? Yeah. Uh, how is like, everyone just CK, now finding out about it? Yeah, with Louis C.K. specifically, like I knew about it for months just from like New York people that had told me. And the whole reason the Cosby thing broke was because Hannibal Burris on stage was like, everyone already knows that this happened, and mm-hmm. we don't talk about it. Yeah, that dude supposedly people were like, too. what? Wait, Hannibal? Yeah, somebody told me that. I don't yeah. like. I don't have any proof. I don't know any woman that. Everybody is a rape. No, mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it's but but it like the thing is it is hard because it, like if I can, it just comes up too much where you are just like to a certain extent within comedy, kind of. I mean, look, like this the, is <laughs> something that I've come to terms with, and I I don't know. Okay, so. The statistic is like one out of four or one out of five women, depending on who you talk to. I tend to believe one out of four uh, was raped or sexually assaulted. Mm-hmm. And somebody's doing it. Yeah. Somebody. That's a lot of women. Yeah. So, we, know, like, we, we know who it's not. And that's like Bill Cosby didn't do all of them. Yeah. It's not politicians. It's not musicians. <laughs> it's not teachers. It's not priests. It's not, you know, it's only stand-up <laughs> No, We're but the like, only people. here's the thing. When I do stand-up comedy and I'm in a room with yeah. like maybe, you know, 20 or 30 men, I'm like. Which is every time you do stand-up comedy. Well, but literally, yes, it yeah, is. Yeah, yes, yeah, it is. Yeah, like, that's like, why, where it's like, you don't want to say that where it's like, oh yeah, sometimes this happens. It's like. But, That's almost every time that no, you do yeah, it. Yeah, but like in the back of my head, every single time I do stand-up comedy, I'm in a room with like 20 or 30 men. And I'm just like, some of these guys are rapists. Yeah. yeah. Just statistically, it's statistically true. Yeah. And but then, I mean, I would think the same thing if I was in a bank full of men. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. That's true. It is like a little more of a seedy feeling being mm-hmm. in a basement. Right. With, with a bunch of guys. Right. Especially because we're all like drinking. Yeah. And sweaty and everyone's, mm-hmm. <laughs> right. everyone's disgusting. Everyone's <laughs> disgusting. And there's also like yeah. the off chance because like, look, there's a lot of comedian on comedian crime. I'll say that. Then like Honestly, there's an off chance yes. that I'll be in the creek with like a fucking sexual predator and the woman <laughs> that he assaulted. Yeah. It is like the number one piece of advice I feel like you could give to any uh, like uh, woman looking to get into comedy would be mm-hmm. like, don't date men that do comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because it's, absolutely don't. It, there's, I do, but you shouldn't. <laughs> no, yeah. It's like even if you choose to do it, be like, don't like plan on it going well. Yeah, right. <laughs> if you want to like enjoy it while it happens, I'm sure. trying to get out of the game asap. Like, You're I mean, trying to date normies. Yeah, is, for, is sure, I mean. for yeah. sure. Like that when when I'm allowed to meet people again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When when's dating's allowed. <laughs> when I'm allowed to people who are dating right now are like insane to me. I I don't get it. 
Well, it is like there's a certain. I feel like at this point, people are probably like so like pent up, and also a lot of people that are here right now are probably like I already like I went home or something. Mm-hmm. Like I already saw my parents, so like now I'm not. I'm prepared to not see them again for a while. So I'll just. Yeah, that's kind of how I put feel. myself at greater risk I've, now that I'm, I've like kind of like addressed the mortality of my parent. Type now thing. that I'm living alone yeah. again and not with my parents, I'm putting myself at like huge risk all the time. Yeah, yeah, and this is the first time I'm putting myself at risk. Well, you know, no, no, also, work, yeah, work. You gotta work. It's also a thing too, where it's like that's been one of the more annoying things about all this for me personally is just like uh, all especially now at this point in like the virus and greater national Mm -hmm. narrative, uh, nobody gives a shit about the virus, but also everywhere that's open has to take extra rules Mm -hmm. that people are that like months ago they were, they were willing to do because they were afraid for their own lives. Mm -hmm. And now that they don't fear that specifically, they're like, Oh, I don't give a shit. Fuck you and your mask. Fuck you. And, like asking you asking me to stay away from you and that kind of shit yeah where it's like yeah like if you guys if i knew all you guys were going to be doing that i would have just been like hanging out with my friends the whole fucking time right (laughs) exactly if i knew it was going to make no difference whatsoever i kind of feel like they should like if they don't open the bars back up it's just punitive you know sort of yeah and it's kind of like uh it like people don't really acknowledge how much it disproportionately affects like the not rich to not be able to like just go out and hang out with their friends Mm -hmm. because like the whole time those are the people that like just had tons of cool shit all the time and they're like this is what yeah of course yeah like i can stay home by myself with all my awesome stuff all the time where like uh, there's tons of people that like were living happy lives because they didn't have like lots of stuff, but were able to do tons of things. Right, specifically New Yorkers. Yeah, specifically New Yorkers, but that's like a thing everywhere. Where right. it's like a lot of people, I feel like uh, you know, young people especially are like, I'm gonna live like shit and then never be home. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna go out and I'm gonna do stuff and like you know, my space is my space and I. Right. put my stuff in it but like i don't want to be like defined I by mean, the like, stuff that i have and my sacrificing. first apartment in new york was so fucking tiny and i could not imagine like this place i pre-covid i was never here you know like yeah <laughs> i was i was never in my apartment but being in this apartment is not that bad okay this is a pretty nice apartment um, I don't mind being here all the time. Yeah, especially for a no TV apartment, it's pretty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, but yeah. like honestly, though, it's like it's spacious enough. Your kitchen is like good compared to other New York kitchens. Right. Like you know, it yeah, could be a I lot could, worse. Yeah, I could do my shit in here. Like, there's plenty of room for me to like do my drawings or cook or or all the other shit I like to do. Um, <laughs> play but, fire emblem. Yeah, but it's like the kind of thing because it's like uh, apparently like gatherings of ten or less were okayed in New York on like May twenty second, mm-hmm. and we figured that out because like we were like talking to our friends and we we're like, oh, like when are we gonna like be allowed to just like hang out, like not like go to bars, mm-hmm. but just like have anybody over. Mm-hmm. To have like contact with human people, and we're like, oh, we were able to do that for like two weeks, and just nobody was like, 
there was no like real big thing where it was like, oh, now people can do that. And it's like, because right. because everything that they announce has to be like, pre- like predicated on what they think everyone's going to do in response. So they had to be like more restrictive in their official rules than they know is what is going to actually happen because people will, they know how much people will not listen. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, like, of course. Um, it's like, I'm just trying to hang out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that's half the, half the missing of comedy because it's like, yeah, it's not like I was getting great. time. <laughs> I just needed to hang. Yeah. yeah that was, I mean, yeah. that was, uh, I, I did comedy again for the first time, uh, last Friday, a week ago, mm-hmm. uh, I did an illegal comedy show. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing: I didn't think I was going to get put up. Yeah, I didn't think so. Like, I, you know, I before I do comedy, I kind of have a little bit of a one drink rule, which is that I could have up to one drink before I do comedy. Yeah, because you don't want to be too tanky tanky. No, because I had like slurry slurry. Right, yeah. I had like one bad show. And then after it, I... Um, well, yeah, because when you're too drunk on stage, it sucks so much because there's like a part inside your brain that's like more conscious than like your ability to articulate. Right. That like feels that it's like you fucked this up by you getting suck. too drunk. Yeah. Like you could be doing so much better than this right now, yeah. but you're too drunk. And yeah. that's the reason why you're doing bad. And that is like the most like shameful feeling mm-hmm. ever because <laughs> it's just like, oh no, I, this is a hundred percent on yeah. me this and it was like it was one of those shows where like i was the only person that didn't have a tv credit and i just like got Ooh. up there and i was like this <laughs> I, don't, was like, I don't know this was at the old this is at the old stand you know how they have the new stand this was the old stand. oh okay and um the before time in the before time yeah. yeah and i like you know I, I got out of work at like five or six and i went straight to the creek back at back in the day the, they had uh pbrs were two dollars at the creek and i Damn. i just started drinking them like my life was about to fucking end uh, man missing those pbr yeah, but i like yeah. went to the show and Miss i forgot spend, my spending jokes. like 14 dollars <laughs> at the creek and being like how am i tanked right, <laughs> right? Now? like what's going oh on oh my god yeah. <laughs> uh and you know what i think the creek's gotten more expensive in quarantine I, I mean, I'd imagine like, so. I see, like, how, you know, I follow them on Instagram. So I see how much they're doing for, like, to-go cocktails. And I'm like, ah, this used to be my place where I could get, like, like wasted for 10 bucks. Yeah. Well, it's like, A, you think about it, it's like, to-go cocktails at the creek? <laughs> 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 it's like, I know a few people that are getting cocktails at the creek, but I do judge them, for sure. <laughs> well, like, okay. Margarita. Yeah. Our, our bartenders are great there. Yes. We they're love them amazing. all so much. But... The creek margaritas are... A legitimately a blessing yeah they're great yeah <laughs> that is that is a li- like they're also a mar- a margar- the most alcoholic margaritas. Yeah. a margarita is almost halfway between uh like a rail drink and a cocktail <laughs> right <laughs> well it depends where you go like some places a margarita is definitely a cocktail at the yeah. creek in the cave a cocktail is a pretty strong word yeah, I don't think you can get cocktails for under five dollars. No, <laughs> I think that's part of the. No, the I think that's part of the requirement. It's it's there has to be at least three ingredients, and in specifically New York City, ten bucks. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, literally, it's like you're trying to think of buying a cocktail for under. 10 bucks it's like what like a rum and coke <laughs> yeah. yeah again two ingredients yeah. not a cocktail yeah not a cocktail it doesn't so work highball or a mixed drink whatever you call it yeah people say like a screwdriver is a cocktail fuck those people 
<laughs> yeah, that's so that's such an alcoholic opinion. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, screwdriver's and, not uh, a cocktail. Mimosa's not a cocktail. Three ingredients, bitch. Come at me. Yeah. As someone who's a huge fan too, Bloody Mary, barely a cocktail because I hate Bloody Marys. I, I love them. Oh my God. I, love I cannot them so stand much. them. I love a big old savory drink. Oh, I can I tell you my problem with Bloody Marys? Acid reflux. It tastes like food, but it's a drink. Yeah, that's the good part. That's yeah. the horrible part. I don't like foods that taste like drink. I don't like. No, yeah, it's and like, I don't like drinks that taste like food. Because I need to get, I need to fill up when I drink because I know like the like the volume of alcohol <laughs> in my body that will like if I if I expand past the threshold mm. it'll just vom vom dot com mm. logging on. <laughs> oh, for sure, for sure. So, um, so the Bloody Mary is great because you're like, oh yeah, I can throw a bunch of like olives in there, you know. It's like omega threes, you know. So I'm, <laughs> I'm loading up. <laughs> Dude, that's not omega threes in it. Nutri- yeah, I take yeah, an omega. Good, good I take an omega supplement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could yeah, just me, be drinking Bloody yeah, Marys. Could just be loading, but up I don't like Bloody olives. Marys, so I have to take a supplement. Yeah. Because I don't. They're gross. They're gross. Yeah. And here's the thing. Every two years, I forget I don't like them and I order one. <laughs> That's how I feel about mimosas, actually. See, I like I, mimosas. The thing is, I'll just have a mimosa and then, I'll, or I won't have a mimosa because that's not how it works. Like oh, the no. Only, the only time I ever have it is when people do the bottomless shit. Yeah. Yeah. That rules. Yeah. But it's like, <laughs> I'll be drinking mimosas and then I'll be like... Am I having fun? <laughs> because <laughs> I'll get like such a like sugar headache oh. before I'll get drunk. That's the thing. It's like mimosas are too sweet of champagne versus not alcoholic enough of champagne with, They're not very with juice added. Right. Like the juice, if anything, is cutting the sweetness of the alcohol, which is not how it I actually work. think it's a pretty good because cause the, the sugar mixes well with the acidity of the orange. If it's like a good mimosa, you got to get like a nice orange juice. It's the orange juice that makes the mimosa. Yeah, but it should work the opposite way. Like cocktails work the opposite exactly. way. Exactly. That's why mimosa is not a cocktail. The, al- the alcohol cuts the sweetness of the juice right. and additives. Like, right. I mean, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a like cocktail. Like I want to taste my alcohol in the cocktail. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's why I like those old like grandpa like Manhattan. Oh, I love like, that shit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't. I like. I like a bitter cocktail. Mm-hmm. I like a savory cocktail. I, I, can't, like, I can't really do I sweets like the or florally too bad. Do you like gin? I have a bottle of gin on my counter right now. I love gin. Uh, I I don't, like gin is like one of those things where like when I was a kid, I feel like, and you'd see like Tanqueray commercials and yeah. shit like that. You'd be like, oh man, like one day I'll be like an adult and I like gin. And then like ninety percent of people I know, they're like, I'm not gonna fucking drink gin. See, because it's like such a different alcohol it taste. Is, it is. And that's why. Because ju- it's from what? Junipers or something? Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like. It kind of reminds me of ginger ale. So like when I was a kid. kind of reminds I, me of cleaning supplies. <laughs> and I, don't mean, I don't mean that First to discount all, your point. <laughs> just like as a point so of note. So when I was a kid, I, I was like, I got into sodas, right? And then I had ginger ale. I was like, as oh, this is, a, this is a different kind of soda, right? It doesn't have. It's healthy. Yeah. Healthy ginger. Ale. I love ginger ale. I also uh, yeah. like gin and ginger together. Like that's a good drink. That's like uh, the best way you can have gin. To me, because mm-hmm. it's like there's the like 
All the fancy gin cocktails are just about different ways of covering up the taste of gin. <laughs> no, you want to taste the gin. Gin and tonic is the classic. That's what I have. Yeah, it, but but it's always like fancier palate cocktails that they use with gin because it's like a juniper berry or something. Right, so right. they had to be like, we had to incorporate a different flavor that like goes along with it mm-hmm. where it's like vodka-based drinks or something. Yeah. It's just like... Uh, That's just put, put, in, put in some vodka, but not enough to cover up the taste of the drink. Right. That's, With juniper, it's like you have to design this whole. Yeah, and that's that's why it's scene. good. That's what makes a good cocktail. That's why I want so like a gin cocktail. <laughs> I am. I am. I know. I no, know. Not not you. Gin itself. Yeah, like, that's, why, that's why the Tangray like commercials myself. were always so perfect because right. it's like the kind of guy that like likes gin is the kind of guy that wears suits too often. <laughs> 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 where it's like you already had work and you went home and you changed into a different suit to go out right <laughs> right like, that's, that's the guy that okay yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm definitely guilty of doing like the female version of that <laughs> what changing it to a different no wearing suit? high heels to open mics <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> well that's yeah you gotta assert your dominance you don't want to yeah. you don't want to you don't want to pull the mic stand down Here's you don't want to be one of those people <laughs> first of all i the, always the, have the, to the, the most humiliating I I, um, I need to wear high heels to open mics so I can look five foot five comedians in the eye. <laughs> well, there's so many. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because as a, as a short woman, yeah. wearing high heels makes me the same height as an average comedian. Yeah. And as a, as a six foot comedian, I have to deal with the stigma of being particularly athletic. <laughs> That's like, not a stigma yeah, you have to face. Yeah, people are like, that guy, he's probably really good at sports, you know? And I'm like, yeah, but, you know, I'm funny, too. <laughs> you have to pay attention to that. <laughs> You're like, yeah. hey, don't get... Oh, man. Oh, yeah. The, the, God, that, that was my favorite. Uh, I forget who tweeted this, but my the best Chris Delia tweet would be like, yeah, like, y'all let him, like, he. this wouldn't be a problem if he didn't let Chris Delia get good at comedy, but y'all just love saying good set to people who are taller than you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that is the best read of the comedy community. That's true. And the one opinion I do want to... Ha- make public on the crystalline situation is this is what happens when someone's son gets high <laughs> yes oh my god 100%. that's true don't hire your son yeah because or not even don't hire your son don't hire someone else in your industry's son yeah like fucking the like it, like literally every bad story you hear about a young guy in Hollywood comes from someone whose father was a guy in Hollywood. <laughs> like it's almost every one where it's just like where you're just like who's it, who, who's this guy? His dad was fucking nobody, and he's the grossest. Yeah, but now look at uh, Ronan, pretty- Ronan Fair. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. <laughs> a man with two shady dads, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he is a ma- a potential murderer, real dad, and oh, at, I love at the very movie. least, a pedophile adopted dad Jesus. with his with his crazy mom, who also was like concerningly mentally ill. She w- was hot though. <laughs> <laughs> Mia Farrow That's was true. hot. That's true. I was talking with my girlfriend <laughs> today. About, because uh, uh, another scenario, oh, you know what, actually, this is what had me thinking about the Cosby um, 
the Cosby Louie comparison because it wasn't. I totally forgot it wasn't Chris Leah because so, so many people are getting accused of rape recently. It's uh, uh, Danny Masterson. Oh yeah 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 yeah. That was the thing where I was like, I feel like that's so like one that, of two facts that people like people know that he is from that '70s show. He is brothers with the older brother from Malcolm in the Middle, and he is a rapist Scientologist. Like those. Oh, wait, are, uh, I didn't know he was a Scientologist. Yeah. So that's news to me. There was a whole thing, apparently... Are, I think all Scientologists are rapists. Yeah, I think that's part of the thing, probably. Yeah. Because they're, because they're like a big blackmail-based organization, too. So it kind of makes sense. Yeah. Also, they like... This is what I've been told, is that like Scientology, if you're like a famous Scientologist to Tom Cruise, like they will pick pick your girlfriend for you. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. that's like... Just, that is rape, kind of. Yeah. Where... but uh, Not necessarily. It's in the same family. Yeah. It's wrong is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> but uh I forget why I originally brought up Danny Masterson again. I like I mean, so I remember he he's been on trial for rape for like fucking years, right? Yeah, cuz it's a thing that keeps coming up cuz yeah. it keeps getting like the Scientology connection keeps coming. Mm-hmm. I heard there was a whole thing like a while ago with like the guy from that band Mars Volta or whatever. Apparently, his, like, girlfriend was, like, a victim of Masterson or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they were getting, like, harassed by Scientologists or whatever for, like, coming forward where they were, like... Jesus. Yeah, they were finding, like, um, poison in their uh, yard. Like, poisoned pieces of meat. Like, they were going to kill their dog, like, basically. Like, their dog was, like, sick, and they're like, what's going on? And they found all this, like, shit in their yard, and they're like, oh, someone's, like, fucking terrorizing us, you know? Anyway, um, Hollywood rapists. There's a lot of them. God damn it. There's too many. Yeah, and it it distracts you. Okay, all right, (laughs) okay. Maybe this isn't a pod conversation, but, like, did Chris rape somebody? Um, it, like uh, so. Apparently, there's I read th- the there's text. three charges. Okay, that's where it was like. I first of all, I think he did. <laughs> yeah. Even if we don't know it, like he definitely did. And uh, yeah, because yeah, it's also like um, I've read that there was three charges, and the thing that I've heard has been about like messaging and like inviting mm-hmm. underage girls to like his shows and shit like that, mm-hmm. and all that weird shit. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, um. But this whole thing really, it really does like make me feel like super weird about it because like that's like definitely a thing that you can imagine like within the circles like people were like yeah did you hear this thing about like fucking Delia like that's really weird yeah and, like, he keeps bringing like all these like younger girls around and then you think about like the people that we know that are like making like jokes about it and shit like that that like we also know their friends and rumors about their friends that are like basically the of, same of thing. equal disgusting nature yeah right where it's just like that's the thing with comedy where it's just like oh i guess i can't be friends with any comedians at all because yeah. they're all like sick and from personal experience of people that i thought were like cool and then i had to i found out like yeah. later on I was like oh shit like I can't be friends with this person because they're like morally reprehensible like bordering on like evil <laughs> you know mm-hmm. yeah 
that uh, does uh, uh, happen. Yeah. And then it's like, it's weird when you're like already friends with somebody and then you find it out and then you're like, fucking, how do I treat this? And then you gotta like, yeah. And more than that, like because of the context of the scene and like how people get like associated with each other into mm-hmm. like clicks, like without even their necessarily mm-hmm. like knowledge where it's like now you have to like kind of make it known that you're not friends with this person. And a lot of the times you like, because a lot of people that get into comedy, like aren't like, uh, cause like the, the, I feel like the stereotype of people that start are like people like on their last legs or something where they're just kind of like, Oh yeah. Like I'll just do this. You know, who, who fucking, who gives a shit? Yeah. But a lot of the people that like start <laughs> are people with like infinite resources yeah. that are mentally ill. And that, oh and God. that's why they start doing this. I don't fuck with those people. Yeah, because, at least I think because I don't. A lo- because a lot of them like do a very good job of hiding it. Yeah, uh, honestly, like most comedians that you'll see talking about how poor they are, a aren't poor, b aren't working, and c are getting all their money from their parents. Yeah. Like, because everyone that is working and poor is too busy working and doing comedy to complain about it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's like... like Or like when you see people donating to things and they're like, I don't have a lot of money, but like I donated a few mm-hmm. bucks. And then like a lot of times it's like, like if you know some things about them, you'll be like... I know that your apartment is paid for by not you. And I know that you haven't been working. You're not unemployed because of the virus, like mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And it's just, yeah. Unlike me, I am unemployed because of the virus. <laughs> yeah. You gotta, yeah. You're, you can't stolen valor unemployment from, Ex- from yes. the real poor From comedians. the real fucking heroes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Look, I'm, I'm living that real unemployed shit. Okay. Yeah. 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 Ugh. I got, I got so much, I don't know. It's when I first moved here, I was like with some friends and I was complaining about people whose parents pay their rent because that's what fucking poor people complain about. Sometimes they don't complain like, yeah. Cause ultimately you're just like the end of that conversation is just like, eh, what am I? Well, whatever, yeah. who cares? But you do feel annoyed by it. Yeah. I was having like basically this conversation, but like, yeah. like three years ago, four years ago. Yeah. And, um, that my buddy that I was with was like, hey, you don't know how many people in this neighborhood are in that situation. I'm like, I don't want to know. Yeah, what? I don't want to know. Yeah, that's I'm better off not knowing. I will get upset. Yeah. This was in my, these were in my like brokest days. Yeah. Which I mean, like right now, my situation right now is worse. But like in terms of like stereotypical, like broke shit and like stories of being broke, 2017 is my peak. Uh, yeah, I also do. Actually, I guess when I was couch surfing in 2016, but 2017. <laughs> I do kind of feel obligated to ask too. Does it feel easier knowing that it's the world? No. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No. Because, <laughs> like, I do kind of feel like I was talking about, or we were talking about it with Matt Miller a few, like, now, like a month ago. <laughs> well, yeah. Dude. But, but where it's like, it does kind of feel like, well, like, like the world has kind of like ground to a halt, you know? So it's like not, it's more out of your control than it ever would be. Yes. Like things that are like kind of, first of all, I hate things being out of control. So that's okay, already bad. Yeah. So that, <laughs> so I can understand how that like, would, like I would, I would, would literally rather it be my fault because then there's something I can fix. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then now it's just like, it's like I'm looking for a job, but like there just aren't jobs out there. Yeah. You know? And it's not even like I'm a piece of shit. 
which I am, but like there just aren't jobs out there. And that's like one of the more depressing things about this. Like I like I've I haven't put out the other the last episode we did, honestly, because like I was listening to it and I was like I sucked in this. <laughs> <laughs> I was like I was so not funny. I was like, I don't even want to put this out. I remember that episode. I don't remember anything either of us said, but I remember like Exa- being well, out of it. That was the point kind of where I was like, that was like really. And then I kind of like had to do like a lot of like reflection on how much this shit has like actually bothered me because so much of my time ha- I've literally been spent trying to like kill time and wait for all this to be over. Yes. Yeah. No. Le- where I it, hate it. It's like so many days I come home from work and I'm like I really just want like 3 or 4 hours to like go by pretty quickly so it's like the next day and we're one step closer to not being this. Mm-hmm. And I was, and then like after a while like <laughs> you're like oh this isn't this doesn't work that way. No. Because it'll be a long time. So it's like you have to I'll kinda, fall like, into like ruts of doing that. Especially now if I don't have anything planned, like if I don't have like shit that I need to get done. Yeah. That day or that week, I'll fall into like multiple days cuz I'm unemployed. <laughs> so I could do this for multiple days. I'll fall into like multiple days of like how do I make this time go by? Yeah, yeah, or, or yeah, uh, and that's like where, especially like people that like deal with like substance problems and stuff during this are gonna mm-hmm. have really hard times because that's like the thing that you would do even like subconsciously mm-hmm. at times like that where you're just like, oh, I just want this to go away, so like maybe it'll go away later, so yeah. I'll do drugs yeah. or I'll like get tanked in the middle I of the day and stuff like that. Like, like drinking alone. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Which no, like I, helps. I, I did the same problem. Like when my girlfriend went away with her friends like a week or two ago, uh, she like went to like meet up with them and I was like in the house by myself. I was like, should I just like make a drink? And I'm like, for what? Yeah. Because then like literally anything else that happens, it'll just be like a more difficult version. So like one thing that I did was my. All right. So I'm just going to say this sentence. My friend's boyfriend threw her a surprise party on zoom right which like for the record i had to say i like i like them both a lot the lowest effort you could possibly put into a surprise party right exactly exactly but like what else is he gonna fucking do you know what i mean no yeah my girlfriend had her birthday at like towards the beginning of the quarantine And like we were still like trying, like we like we went out to the beach. We were like, uh, we like ordered in food and stuff. We were watching movies, like trying mm-hmm. to have fun. And then like to a point, like at a certain point, I had to be like, you know, like it's okay to be like upset that you don't get to have like a regular birthday because of all this, because like that's another part of like the mental health aspect of this for everyone mm-hmm. because it's such like a big global problem. Yeah. People don't want to admit to like being upset about small individual things not me i talk about it constantly (laughs) (laughs) or if you don't have enough people to talk to about it too it builds up it does absolutely and and that's where i was doing i was like trying to like skip through days because i'm like yeah uh, i can't put this on the back burner because all this is really happening and like any feelings i feel about it aren't helpful because i just need to get through it and then it's like there's no through it because it's just going to keep happening until it's like over. Right. So. <laughs> That's yeah, no, it's like I don't even know what through it is. Like Yeah, like you like, want to you want to like push through something the way that you normally yeah. can with problems. And especially for me, like a lot of my a lot of my uh like frustration with the pandemic and the current moment stems from me being unemployed. 
<laughs> so, yeah. so it's like well when it's over nobody's gonna hand me a job yeah you know what i mean like i can't that's get still, a job that's by gonna, skipping time yeah and you're gonna have to go through the like not even the regular but you're gonna have to go through an unemployment process and it's got to be like anxiety inducing that you can't start it yeah oh my because god you can't even determine the start time the like, other day like. i um so I'm moving into this new apartment pretty soon. And the landlord asked to see some pay stubs. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> so I don't know what I'm going to do about that. I'm, I like will lie my ass off. Yeah. So. Damn, I would. Uh, well, here's the thing. When. How recently did you get fired versus like the thing starting? Uh, I got fired in, I actually got fired before this started. <laughs> yeah, I feel yeah, like I got it was like a February. week or two uh, before that though. Yeah. Yeah. And then it started in March. Yeah. So I had like two weeks. But like, in, even in that two weeks, I was like, like I had a good job interview and I was like pretty much ready to start this other job. And then they decided not to hire yeah, could a you, new person. Could you just be like, yeah, I was like looking to move to a new job. Here's my last pay for stub from my last job i'm gonna be like i'm gonna be like semi-honest yeah because especially because it is like i know a lot of people mm -hmm. that were just like circumstantially in like a transition period that this whole thing like fucked up Mm -hmm. i i know yeah my heart goes out to all those people yeah we both i mean (laughs) we need to have like a i mean we both know someone that like is like no longer in the country because of yes (laughs) so it's like where where it's like if that hadn't have happened there's a good chance they still would be so Mm -hmm. it's like you know (laughs) a lot lot of people i've where like i feel like employers can't be too you know like about like that period of time because it was like i know all of a sudden everyone's like oh shit that's a whole i mean that's something that bag of marbles that's something my dad keeps telling me like because i because i do worry about having a gap on my resume right um yeah but yeah if there's ever been an understandable time for a gap in your resume i know that if somebody is like oh you have a gap from like march to june of 2020 they get what that means it's also so weird because when employers i feel like ask about gaps and then like they'll also be like oh like why did you work this job for like two months and you're just like because i didn't want to have a gap yeah (laughs) like i just took a job that i didn't give a shit about and then i left as soon as i found like a job i've done so much because because of the nature of my work i do a lot of freelance work uh, a lot of freelance like design and shit like that, which for the record, I was doing like literally up until the day of yeah, I re- COVID. Yeah. <laughs> like of like COVID happened while I was like busy with shit for like Paris Fashion Week. <laughs> <laughs> and it's Damn. so dumb. It's so dumb. And since I had to like anyway. Um, so which we, I actually had like a couple people I know that were like in Europe when America got shut down. So is is fashion not coming back? Can I Okay, can we, I personally we talk about this Okay, here? I personally think it's not. Okay. Um and yeah, and I mean, I was I was applying for jobs the other day and I was applying for like receptionist jobs. I was like, "Hey, look, all of my fucking work experiences in fashion, but just like I I just, please hire me." Yeah, get into clothes repair. That's <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be the market is people that are like, I need to fix my clothes because I can't afford to buy new clothes. Which, okay, for the record, that's what I've basically, all, like, that's how I, th- how I think people should do their yeah, lives, ideal, right? Ideally, it would be like people 
are buying higher quality clothes that like happen to come at a more expensive price, mm-hmm. but because that aren't made by slaves, yeah, that aren't made by slaves, and then they like have three pairs of pants. Which I mean, the thing is, it makes it hard for comedians who already have three pairs of pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I literally ordered like two pants from LL Bean during this for this exact reason. I'm like, yeah. I need to get some pants that are gonna hold up for like several years i did buy i did end up having to buy some clothes during quarantine um just because it was it's also like yeah i didn't realize how long (laughs) i'd be at my parents house Uh, yeah and yeah although circling back so so it's not as bad you know other people have it worth i don't think fashion's coming back i i just don't i mean people don't fucking get dressed anymore um me moving back to new york was like taking a gamble on the fat on New York, and but also, specifically the fashion industry coming back, and like, ah, uh, that's something I don't believe in. Yeah, and it's also like it's going to be interesting with like how commercial real estate affects it too, because mm-hmm. like now that in person meetings are going to be so much smaller with like things where it's like, all right, how does that affect business clothing? How does that affect? like that kind of thing yeah like what are people wearing and we were already kind of like so people so some of the times when i like say my predictions for what the post-covid world is going to be like people like oh you're horrific you're so pessimistic it's not gonna happen but like i'm only following trends that were already happening clothing was already getting more casual less and less people were you know wearing suits to work or other shit like that but less and less people were wearing suits to work uh, more and more people were wearing like exercise clothes all the time, and yeah, even people that were wearing like collared shirts. It's like there's so much fewer jobs that require ties and things right, like that. Right. Right. You know? Yeah. So like fashion was already getting, and th- this isn't like a new thing. It's been getting more casual since the fucking 1960s. Yeah. Um. So it's it was already going in that direction. So like just completely abandoning anything that's even like a little bit uncomfortable to wear like sweatpants all the time. Yeah, it's already like rich kids are kind of just wearing like sweat suits with uh, brand names like. Yes. On them. Yeah, that's what like fucking rich people wear. Like that's what like a lot of. And that's like what fashion essentially. Oh my is. god! Can we talk about how funny it is that Soho burned? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I feel like it's almost like uh, it's already treaded territory, but it is like <laughs> when you're walking, because it's such a stupid area town to exist. It oh, my stu- God, yeah. It was a stupid area before I love Soho, looting. but it's like, yeah, but like it deserves to go. Cause, yeah, because like, like every once in a while before this, I would be going to work and I would like miss the train or something and I would have to take a car. And if you take a car through that area, they're like... Oh, like none of these businesses need to be here at all. So it looks like a literal like ghost town, and like yeah, <laughs> and and way before there was riots, Dude, they were they, they were boarding up. They were boarding up from the inside, right? Because they were like, oh, yeah, people will probably just try and steal from this place, <laughs> right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, yeah. it's like, I you know, this time last year I worked in Soho. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's where that's where you would work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've spent a lot of time in Soho. I would like go to fucking one of my like best New York memories from when I first moved here is I went to a uh, 
so i have to go to fashion industry parties sometimes but i really hate them they're the worst i don't like going to them that's like i could i would honestly probably be in a better place financially right now if i just like went to more of that shit instead of doing stand-up comedy all the time yeah i was gonna say i kind of imagine a fashion industry party is just um uh like hanging out in at an open mic without the open mic there with well, yeah. like with a different kind of person that yeah is it's like a, it's a comedians. different kind of person so like this specific part and you know I wasn't as committed to comedy when I first moved to the city. So, like, I went to this party for Lululemon <laughs> at Leisure. <laughs> but they, they had a party for, to, like, like announce their new, like, the start of the new, new season. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but, like, literally. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, I had to go to their, like, headquarters in Soho. And, um, here, okay, so here's one big difference. I like between, to imagine Lulu Lemon headquarters has like armed guards. Like right. it's like Dr. Well, Evil it's like the difference between fashion industry parties <laughs> and like comedy shit is that fashion industry shit, the food and drinks are free. That's, yeah. I so mean, like I went there and like th- this was in my brokest phase. You know what I mean? Like tiny, tiny bedroom that I lived in. I made $400 a week at my fucking internship and I lived in New York on $400 a week how <laughs> how did i do it yeah. i was so gross but like i would do so much gross shit um and i went to this lululemon party i was like there f- there's free food and drinks obviously a lot more drinks than food because fashion bitches aren't eating you know what i mean mm-hmm. so i got absolutely tanked and then i threw up in a public garbage can in soho <laughs> Damn. At a work thing. So it wasn't it wasn't even like and I had to be there for my job. And they're like, oh, you're not even purging. You're, <laughs> <laughs> you're involuntarily purging. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's I was gross. like, guys, 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 don't worry about it. I'm just purging here. Yeah, and they're like, oh, that's I cool. had like three <laughs> of those mini hot dogs. I need it to go. Uh yeah. but you know. So but like the, I I used to do so much shit like that in Soho. Like, I mean, I was just thinking about this today because I I just had a thought today that this time last year, I like would be in the break room at my job eating like a burrito from a food cart in Soho, which like none of those things exist anymore. Mm-hmm. My job, <laughs> food carts, Soho, Soho. Yeah, <laughs> none of those are real. So <laughs> now I'm just like, damn, not, none of that's real. And like, yeah, I went, I, I went to all this fucking dumb shit. Um... I, I went to a magazine release party where they had Budweiser, ironically. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> it's weird when people use irony so stereotypically that it's like a joke that they're being ironic, you know? Yeah. <laughs> where it's just like, oh, yeah, <laughs> we're, we're having Budweiser, but it's like a joke. But that's and that's why fucking it. PBR became the hipster beer, because they were like, because PBR used to be for like drunk old dudes. Yeah, it used to be for guys that would like calculate price versus ABV to figure out yeah. how they would get drunk. Which, <laughs> like, okay, first of all. Which was why people were drinking PBR for the longest time, because they're like, it's a high enough percentage ABV and the price is that much better compared to Budweiser that I'll drink PBR. <laughs> like, I know I would, like, okay, this is one thing I don't miss about dating, having to ever hear a guy talk about ABV. <laughs> yeah, it is like, <laughs> first of all, yeah, talking about it at all is yeah. like a sign that you're an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, the only reason I ever bring it up is because like, yeah, when I used to like be in like college and shit and when I was first starting comedy, I would be like, 
at the, I would be at the beer store. Did you going did you through. drink Golden Monkeys? Yeah, oh, hell yeah, I did that in yeah. college. Yeah, because those were like the highest ABV beer. Yeah, I have like personal tragedies attributed to Golden Monkey. Like that's the thing. Yeah, that's where I was like, yeah, I'll look at ABV because like I'm trying to get tanked. Right. Yeah, it's like there's no other reason to look at it. There's no, literally not another like, reason to look I've, at it. You know, I've gone out with dudes who are in their like late 20s or 30s who are like who will like mention abv and i'm like shut the fuck up yeah it's like there's a couple things i never want to talk about i never want to talk about abv i never want to talk about like strains of weed you know what i mean if i'm (laughs) drinking i'm not that is funny when people yeah the guy i buy weed from will sometimes bring up like oh do you want like this one or this one and i'm like i don't no <laughs> yeah <laughs> i want to smoke weed thank you <laughs> yeah somebody's a judgmental about it like i went on a date this is this year but pre-quarantine with Someone this judged dude. you on a date for sativa versus indica <laughs> they're like oh you're drinking no but i got a second beer right yeah. i got a second beer he's like oh you're ordering a second one is pretty high abv i'm like i'm drinking for the taste not the avb you idiot <laughs> yeah that's how much i like you. <laughs> that's how much fun i'm having on this date i need the highest abv beer it wasn't even the highest abv beer yeah. And because it was a higher ABV, they served it in a smaller glass. It was like one of those. Places. I hate that. I hate that because then people are like, "Ooh, what did you order?" And you're like, "I don't know." <laughs> like, <laughs> I just looked at the thing and I was like, "Oh, that sounds good." Yeah. And I had them put it in a cup, but they right. gave me a weird cup because I'm special. As a girl, I actually <laughs> do like that. I you like do? it's yes. Give me oh. the goblet. Give me the give me the um the, go- the no. snifter. <laughs> yeah, if you get a fun shape, that's one thing. Yeah. But like the some of the beers are just like oh, okay, it's just a smaller glass. It just looks regular. It's just smaller. Oh. Yeah, because no, like, yeah, cool yeah, you get that like Stella cup or whatever. Yeah, yeah then you're the, like, I like the Stella cups. Like, hmm, I think they're pretty yes. sick. <laughs> yeah, and you, this yeah, is like you, one you, of those. Yeah, beers. you pretend you're drinking you cognac. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> while, while you're having like essentially Heineken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somebody. Okay, I used to drink more Stellas uh, when I was younger, and somebody European, which like already red flag. Um, but like yes. somebody European was like, oh, you know, that's just like Belgian Budweiser. I'm like, that, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> that's Damn. look, it's got what I want. It's, it's Euro- okay. decent Euro- tasting. European people got to go. Yeah. Oh my God. Say. Absolutely. It's my, my personal take. If anything, we've learned from all this. There was someone at the store, not, uh, I guess it was like a while ago mm-hmm. now. It was like towards the beginning of all this. And someone was talking like, Someone was asking them to do something, and they were like, "They were like, oh, that's not like how they do it. In uh, that's not how they're doing it in the markets in Italy." <laughs> and I was Wait, like, a customer said yeah, that. Yeah, a customer said that. Oh my some, god! Some, fuck you! Some stupid off the boat wop idiot was. <laughs> it was like no, I bet like, they weren't even it, a wop. It, yeah, it's like they're not even cosmopolitan. Like, right. like, like they are in Italy where everyone's fucking their grandmas to death. <laughs> <laughs> They're, they're going a, out. A real have. wop wouldn't care. A real wop wouldn't care. That's some fucking Connecticut born <laughs> asshole that said that. No, it, it's it's the it's the euros. It's the real fobs. The real oh, euros. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean we've both worked retail in New York City. We can we can definitively say that European people suck. Yeah. Also, we've both done comedy that, in New York yeah, City. That's all. European s- tourists are the worst audiences. Yeah, it is funny when you see it, like uh some someone like show up at comedy that's like it'll be like 
a like Germanish guy. They're wearing like weird colored framed glasses, yes. and they yeah. have like a cool hairstyle, but very and obviously like gray button- hair. Yes, yeah. And then they're wearing they're wearing, they're wearing a- like a button down shirt that's like also tight. Yeah, and it's some is weird about it. Like some the collar's different in some way. Yeah, some like there's like. That pattern's not supposed to go that way or something. Or like jeans that have been ironed. Yeah. And then one unique accessory, like yeah. a scarf. Or a necklace. A weird necklace, a weird hat. Uh, All some, right. Something. It, like if he's got if he's, a girlfriend, uh, he's probably going to be doing scarf or necklace. But if he doesn't have a girlfriend, he's just there to fuck rings. Yeah. And then you'll, you'll see them at the show and you're like, oh, God, because that person will always be pointed out by a comedian. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Trying to and attempt crowd work. There's always, somebody. 100%. Yeah. And there's somebody that's going to want to do like a Holocaust joke if they're German. <laughs> a lot of the time. Actually, yeah. I mean, I've only seen that once. Yeah. But <laughs> that, yeah that, but that's one too many times. Yeah. The, yeah. That'll, that'll happen. Yeah. But it, you'll see them in the audience because they won't be laughing the whole time. Yes. And the person on stage will be like, why is this person being an asshole? Yeah. And then they'll like, they'll get their attention and then (laughs) eventually they figure out, oh, they're just European. Mm. And then they'll try and like candidly talk to them. But the European person is so pissed off that they're being singled out for being weird because their culture is stupid. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That it's instantly combative from there on out and just not fun. I've seen it play out so many times. I do have a hierarchy from working retail about like what kinds of Europeans are the worst. Mm, uh, the worst ones are hot ones. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, hot Europeans are the worst. The second worst kind of Europeans are Europeans that are married to hot Europeans because they have all the confidence of a hot European, but they're not hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like any American and man then the th- that's on cocaine. <laughs> the where, third where worst, saying, yes, <laughs> any American man that's on cocaine. The third worst is um, German teenage boys on vacation with their family. Oh yeah. Yeah, those they're bad because they're all they're, like they're ones you'll see them and they like have sort of copied an American trend. Yeah, but it's like not quite there. And or that's specifically, how you know- like they're stealing some fashion shit from black people, but they've never met a black person. Yeah, exactly. They're like wearing Supreme, but it's like somehow racist by accident. <laughs> 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 it says like Supreme Fuhrer or something. <laughs> and like, yes, it's, I'm wearing a very edgy shirt, and people. I come here because I want to be a hip hop producer. <laughs> and, and, and you're just like, what is your accent? It's fading between German and French, yeah, and Portuguese. Or like, okay, like, this is what I fucking hate. Um, are you you meet somebody who's from like Eastern or like Central Europe, and yeah. you're like, oh, where are you from? And they're like, Europe. I'm like, bitch. I know you don't think I know where your fucking country's from. I know where your country is. Just tell me, okay? Yeah. I know where Latvia is. I'd have much more respect from you if you said you're like, oh, me, I'm from Croatia instead of I'm from Europe. Like, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. It, well, yeah. It, well, the nice thing is that is saving you time because if you ask someone that and they reply Europe, it's just like, oh, okay. And now I don't have to talk to you anymore. Yeah. That is I what I like beca- mentally beca- Because you think that of me up front where it's like, oh, okay, yeah, this isn't going to go well. So we can just stop it here. Yeah. <laughs> like... And then that's the funniest thing, too, because like Europeans then will try and like backtrack. Then they'll try and be like, uh, like friendly about it. And it's like, no, like we know class warfare when we see it. 
being enacted upon us as retail employees yeah. specifically. It's like, okay, I mean, the thing about Americans is that for most of us, especially like retail employees, like whatever like trying to whatever clout you're trying to pull from being european we fully don't give a shit about oh yeah yeah it's like you know yeah you guys were cool to like americans literally like 30 years ago right that's what like that's when the novelty wore off we're not interested anymore or like you know maybe different kinds of americans they might be cool too but like not this one yeah if you're in nebraska yeah like your british accent is or even if you're into like or even if you're in soho and not talking to me yeah yeah (laughs) that's yeah no yeah if you go up to someone else with an asymmetrical haircut yeah it's like american they'll probably enjoy your company or like one of those but also we don't like that person yeah yeah, so i don't really one of the like millions and millions of like blonde ponytail girls (laughs) although like you know what you know what? Maybe yeah. blonde ponytail girls don't fuck with Europeans either. Like I, I do have more respect for them than that. Yeah, I feel like blonde ponytail girls are more into uh, CrossFit trust fund kids. Yeah. Nowadays. Yeah, they're definitely into like, like whatever the modern Patrick Bateman is. Yeah, what it is? I feel like the Euro- the 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 American girls that are dating those kind of European people now are the are the ones that like uh, just desperately like resent how uncultured their parents are oh for sure and yeah then, and then they're like oh i'm gonna be fancy and smart by marrying someone from another country yes <laughs> and absolutely then, and then they're like oh uh this entire thing was not based on like compatibility or personality <laughs> whatsoever or maybe they have a happy relationship and fall in love and then like good for them like we're not gonna hang out but like good for you yeah yeah maybe probably not yeah i'm gonna <laughs> i'll i'll leave that door open yeah but, but like, okay. it's, it's a jar i am it's talking <laughs> like more more about european tourists than like europeans out than european here's the thing they're the same <laughs> here in new york they're the same yeah well like new they're, york they're, does they're, have like long-term tourists yeah, that that's what I mean, especially in, especially in Manhattan. Yeah, the, like European and uh, Australian. More so, I feel like in Manhattan, European, but there's like a lot of Australian people too. Right. Well, Australian people where are kind of cool they're just like, broke. I, they're, they're like, I don't work a real job, but I'm staying here forever. Yeah. Well, it's like okay. So what Australian people do is they because it's really easy to get like a work permit if you're Australian. In America. Also vice versa. Like if we yeah, could go to Australia was, to work. It was part right of uh, I think like our like reward program for them going to Iraq with us or something. Oh, it was yeah. it, no yeah, it was literally in like the Bush administration. They made it easier to get work permits for Australians to like mm-hmm. as like a like kickback for something. I forget what exactly it was, but yeah. Yeah. So, but anyway, it is like super, so a lot of like young Australian people, cause they have kind of a relaxed culture in Australia. It's very much like, like the U S like it's like California, but like more. Yeah. The Bogans. Is yeah. Are we getting into? Yeah. Okay. So they, what they do is they come to uh, the U S like specifically New York. They come to New York for like, and they work in a coffee shop for two years. And basically the entire time they're there, they're just like on vacation. Yeah. And they're just like, I was going to come for America to America for two years and just like fucking do Molly all the time. And yeah. And like fuck girls. And 
Um, that's more respectable than Europeans. Because I think a lot of Australians too. <gasps> like work, it is annoying. They'll work like contract jobs and mm-hmm. shit like that, where they get paid shit tons of money for working really hard for brief periods of time. So ooh ooh, uh, this is a job I applied for. Can I take it? Yeah, go for it. Hello. 